are listening to Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. Expand your mind and keep it love. This is episode 118 of the Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. Welcome back. A couple of topics today we're going to talk about. It's going to be kind of a simple, simple format today. Just a couple of highlights and things I want to discuss. So uh, on top of the list right here, I, I bought myself an electric scooter. I think it's called the Xiaoming M365 electric scooter. It's about 400 bucks on Amazon. I actually picked it up at Best Buy. They call it the Hover One, I think. It's amazing, man. It, it's pretty cool. Check it out on YouTube. It's got great reviews. If you're in a situation where you want to need to do some quick commuting, 
let's say maybe from you know your home to the train station or whatever your configuration is these things are and i don't i'm not trying to be funny i'm being serious these things are the future i mean it takes about a four hour charge and you can get to zip around on it i guess you can say two hours or whatever it depends on the speed and your weight and a lot of factors but for four hundred dollars that that um that's a fulcrum part right there where tips in favor of starting to uh consider these things for transportation because they're reliable and uh yeah go on youtube and look up i spelled it with an x i I don't have the spelling in front of me xiaoming m like michael m365 and it's all over the uh youtube there's different versions of it too because they keep making improvements on it but i picked one up yesterday here uh and uh took it out today in new york city i put a full charge on it and i i literally i'm about 225 pounds i got up to about 15 miles an hour slight decline you know what i mean and i was flying maybe even 16 i was flying uh it it was actually to the point i was really going too fast especially in the city so i i started down by canal street down by Delancey Street, for those of you know, who know the Lower East Side, by the Williamsburg Bridge. And I started zigzagging my way uptown. I wanted to try to make it back to Penn Station or whatever. I just wanted to zip around town to get used to my new uh, scooter. So I left uh, I left Delancey Street, you know, down by Canal Street, and by the time I noticed I was already at Penn Station, I'm going to say less than 25 minutes, maybe even 20 minutes I was in Penn Station. That's fast. You don't sit in traffic. You kind of hop up on the sidewalk when you want to, and you get in the bike lanes when you want to. And it takes a little bit of skill, I'll be honest. If you're kind of reluctant or not self-assured, or you know you have any issues as far as you know your balance or just able to manage like nimbly with something, you don't have to be able to roller skate or skateboard or anything to use these things, but you just have to have good balance and kind of secure with your ability to manage this thing because you're going to be going in traffic with it. But again, it's amazing. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of them out there. Just, just pick very carefully. You know what I mean? Pick very carefully. I highly recommend the M365. <clears throat> really, really good deal. Hover one in Best Buy. Sometimes you could pick it up in in store pickup too, which is what I did. So that's that's it on the scooters that I want to talk about. The second topic I want to get into is YouTube is really beginning to drop a lot of popular channels. Uh, it's every time you'll do a search in that search dialog box in YouTube, it's going to give you all mainstream media results, one hundred percent. To pretty much top to bottom for the first, I don't know, 30 selections, and then it'll vary off into some other people. But they're making it very hard for you to find the own people that you really like to listen to, topics, keywords, hashtags, or whatever. I mean, they're really throwing off all those algorithms so that the truth is being suppressed. Mm-hmm. And I keep repeating this, but it's very important. <clears throat> History always repeats itself, man. Pay close attention. You know, so they're dropping a lot of channels. They're canceling a lot of people just for no reason. 
and it's getting ridiculous. And, and I'm just going to be flat out honest. A lot of people that I really like and listen to, and I'll drop an example, Asha Logos, he hasn't put anything up for two months. I guess he's afraid that he's going to put in so much hard work. Obviously, he puts hours and hours on his videos. It's such a high standard that he's afraid he'll put it up and then it'll get canceled. We better start moving everything over to BitChute. Get over there. And and I mentioned it in my last podcast. No, actually like three podcasts ago. There should be some type of, I don't know if it's a Reddit, subreddit or something set up. I have a subreddit. It's Alpha Male Buddhist. There's nothing on there. Nobody visits it. Nobody puts any comments. Be nice to see something in there. So there should be a centralized place or a couple of centralized places where some of the major podcasters just kind of put updates of what they do because it's hard for one person uh, to keep track of, let's say, 15 different content providers. You know, I, I might listen to 15, 16 different people you know, even more than that, but I mean, on a consistent basis, maybe 12, 15 people I listen to, you know, what they say and their input and everything like that and their feedback. So instead of that YouTube changing the algorithms, having such a negative effect on everything, I think we should try to figure out and follow me on this. It's really important. Centralize something in a couple of places where, and I know centralized in a couple of places is redundant, but a place where, let's say, you follow, you know, the t- the main people that really expound the truth, and I'll just say Black Pigeon Speaks and SGT Report with Sean, and just to pe- people that are really putting it out there, Black Pilled and Black Pigeon Speak, and uh, let's see, Red Elephant, you know, the guy, the guy has good talent, I mean, he puts out good news, I'm starting to listen to him right now, he's kind of far right, I don't want to use the word hillbilly, but he's kind of like country, like opposite you know, of me, like my background and everything like that. But when I want information quick and done, I put him on. And, I and you know, Jason Burmis, I think he's the guy that did uh Loose Change video. He was with uh, Alex Jones for a while and did a few different things. We are changed. He's with them. He's always walking his doggy. Reminds me of myself always walking his doggy. He loves his doggy. But, yeah, so... They're trying to cancel everybody out is what they're trying to do. So we try to got to try to find some centralized way where we can find out where all the updates are and what's really going on and kind of create our own algorithms, if you know what I mean. Like try to try to just get this content out to people where we could just speak our mind and speak truth because that's the reason why this censorship is closing everything down because the truth is actually fight, finally getting out with fighting other people's wars and, uh, you know, there was this incident, <clears throat> because technically right now it is 8-24-19, Saturday, August 29th. No, August 24th, I'm sorry, 2019. And <clears throat> I do not really follow politics like most people do. I look at politics in the sense of to see how far they think they can pull the wool over our eyes because basically everything is a lie. It's all tied in with the mainstream media and all the bullshit that's being put out to us. But I do watch the mainstream media. Well, what I'm trying to say is I don't watch it in that sense, but these days if you if you're paying attention to it, I don't I don't it doesn't make any difference because politics is all bullshit. Here's my point. 
Donald Trump, if you if you were paying any attention, you know, to it, he was doing a lot of great stuff for Israel, like in favor of Israel and stuff like that. And basically, you know, I guess he was getting a lot of pushback from the Democrats because a lot of uh, people from Israel and Israelis and dual citizens and stuff like that, they they would tend to vote Democratic. I think 80% vote Democratic. It's not a large population, but they, they, they really turn out to vote. So it's an important vote to have, influential vote, the Jewish vote. So he really did support Israel all the time, you know, giving them, making the capital of Israel, uh, changing it from Tel Aviv to, um, I forget whatever city, the holy city, Bethlehem, I believe it is, changing the holy city. So what, what, whatever that, um, that holy city over there, Dome of the Rock and all that. So long story short, he was always doing a lot of, you know, way more pro-Israel than pro-US, to be honest with you, Trump. He's way more pro-Israel, you know. And, but they still, the Israel lobby and everything like that, the ADL and everybody still jabs at him and they keep saying he's Russian collusion and all this stuff is going on, you know, you know whatever. So I'm not a big Trump fan, but man, he, he, this guy, some he really thinks about five steps ahead every time. Whether you like him or you dislike him, the guy's not stupid. He's a smart dude. And one thing I notice about Trump, because I'm a real true fan of strategy. Anything dealing with strategy, I have great respect for. Like when people put a plan together and really employ everything to benefit their whole strategy that they want to execute and get done. You know, it gets very intricate. So Trump is one of those type of people in that he really thinks that three and four, five steps ahead. Really. you If you if you check out the moves that he makes and everything, the guy's president. You know, he beat Hillary Clinton who had the whole media machine behind it. He still beat her. So my point is like this. He came out with a statement and said that Israeli or Jewish people are being disloyal because they're voting so heavily Democratic. They're being disloyal to Israel and, and Jewish people in general because Umar, I forget the name, there's four new Congress people, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, a real communist Bolshevik, really she's toxic. You know, anything universal income and anything free and pay, all this stuff like that. So that's got to come out of somebody's pocket and she's just a paid shield. She's another Obama you know, Spanish version. Listen to their words, man. What we got to do is we got to make these politicians accountable. Forget all this handing off free stuff. We got to end the wars and we've got to start raising up the children right and addressing all the real needs that we have with health care, hungry children, ending wars, education, health, getting rid of all of these toxic vaccines and letting these medical companies run amok. That's the kind of action that we need. <clears throat> so... Trump, yeah, back to Trump again. So Trump found that he really wasn't getting any support, even though he was supporting the Jews and Israel very strongly. He was not getting their support. As a matter of fact, he was getting attacked by them. So when he made that statement, it was it was genius. Because how else are you going to reply to that? Let's say you're in the Jewish community or the ADL or whatever, right? anti-defamation league or whatever and you're saying well what was the statement that trump made well trump said that the jewish people are 
anti-Semitic because then they're voting for Democrats. And a lot of these new Democratic leaders, they're always voting against cutting funding to Israel. You know, this Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Uma Olman or whatever. Those four new congressmen, they're very uh, anti-Israel. You know, but BDS and all that stuff, Bond, Divest, and whatever that is, BDS. So, you know, it's to strike Israeli products, not to buy Israeli products. A lot of people do that to support Palestine. Because those little children have nobody to support them. So back on topic, he he made that statement, but how are they going to reply? They're going to say, oh, well, he's anti-Semitic because, because he dislikes and he he dislikes people that are against Israel. See, he's, it was just so smart because, but they still called him an anti-Semitic for making that remark. So no matter what you say, you're always going to be an anti-Semitic. It's word games. It's semantics, word games, you know? Chili could be, it's cold outside, or it could be a hot, you know, uh, thing that you put on your pizza, you know, just all word games, semantics. So yeah, that was a really smart move. And it's interesting the way to see how all of this is playing out on the media. I mean, the media is just so far done, you know, I'll be, you know, two things will come on. I'll be on YouTube doing something and I'll step away and, you know, the next selection that comes up, it used to give you a really good selection in line with what you were watching. Now it gives you all this random bullshit, but I always get two things. I either get like NBC or CBS or CNN video, or I get David Icke. But like every time I get David Icke and I, not that I hate David Icke, but I mean, his shit is so like, you know, reptilian and shit like that. I mean, David Icke is like, I don't know, when you listen to him, it's, it's, I guess he's first gear, you know, if you're getting into it and learning stuff like that, you can get some value out of listening to David Icke, you know, but some of the stuff when you get to the, that reptilian shit, I agree with the reptilian shit when it gets into like, you know, the reptilian part of the brain and, you know, stuff like that, it kind of makes sense, but I don't see people shape-shifting, it's all bullshit, misleading propaganda. So yeah, you know, I watch this mainstream media and it just it just puts me to sleep. It's just bullshit, you know. And uh, yeah, let me fix my yeah. So yeah, that that's basically it with Trump, man. He's just he's I don't know. Now another thing that I'm noticing, I'm looking. I guess I'm on YouTube or looking somewhere, and I hear about these tent cities in L.A. Skid Row and all that. So, I mean, they, they're getting really, really bad, these tent cities, man. They're getting hep, hepatitis and bubonic plague. They say because what happens is there's so much human feces. I don't want to be disgusting. But there's so much human feces stacked up on the streets in Los Angeles and, and trash and people that have diseases and everything like that that really should be attended to instead of us dropping bombs on people that have nothing to do with us. But these people are, are, are contracting diseases and they, I, I believe they found bubonic plague in pigeons or something like that. It's ridiculous. That bubonic plague, if I'm not mistaken, wiped out like 40% of the population in Europe, medieval times. You get these huge welts and I guess once you contract that plague within, I don't know, like 30 days, you're dead. You know, like out, like it just wipes everybody out. So this is no joke. I mean, I don't even know how this can be tolerated in the civilized society you know we're calling other countries shitholes and everything like that but look at what, what we have right here right in los angeles right in every major city you have homeless people in tent cities all over the place 
because people have no way, you know, the way everything is structured, they have no way to make ends meet, you know. Sad, it's a very sad situation. So that tent city is something that you have to keep an eye out because Los Angeles is reaping what they sow. You know, for so many years, they just overtax everybody so the people with money are leaving. Overregulate everything and just and now they're shooting themselves in the foot because the state can't even maintain their own cities. San Francisco's another one. They have like you know they have to power wash and and put um I guess bleach and solutions on the street to kill the hep B that's literally on the sidewalk with all the needles and everything like that. It's it's ridiculous, man. I don't want to turn negative on this, but that that this is the reality of what's happening. You know, right now, in our major cities, and even the small cities. So yeah, the economy right now is not doing too good. Uh, it really hasn't been doing too good, and it really crashed in 2008. They just papered over all that stuff with, you know, fiat money, money that just was uh, typed into existence. But right now, there's a whole tariff war going on with China, and the many factors that are, are affecting the stock market where it's really volatile right now. So just be very careful. You know, you might want to go real conservative with your 401k and your, you know, your individual retirement accounts and everything like that because this this election you're coming up right now between now and the time that we get through the election, mark my words, man, it's gonna there's going to be a lot of stuff happening. <clears throat> it's a real volatile time in the sense of... Um, so many different factors <clears throat> are intersecting at this point right now with the economy, with war, with just world politics and everything that's happening right now. This whole thing with Jeffrey Epstein, how he, he quote unquote committed suicide. It doesn't matter. The guy's dead and he was not, you know, dead men tell no tales. So that that's a whole nother thing with this whole pedophilia and all this stuff like that. That's something that's got to be addressed and dealt with immediately, man. I mean, how... Can you call yourself a civilization and and abuse your children in that way? So that's that's the world that we're in. I don't want to go too far that path. So you know, the economy is not good though. Just be aware of that, you know, and make sure that you have a you know provision set aside for a couple of days, if any, you know, for a couple of weeks even or longer. Look it up on YouTube as far as preparing and getting ready for for hard times and stuff like that. <clears throat> It's a fact. So, and, uh, another topic. Now, supposedly there's some kind of fire happening in Brazil that the uh, the jungle's on fire, supposedly, in Brazil, the Amazon. Huge fires that are taking place then. It's kind of weird. Hopefully that uh, gets resolved pretty quickly. And uh, one of the next subjects, probably the last subject that I'm going to talk about is nationalism. Because I'm listening on YouTube to a lot of people speaking. I listen to this guy, Jesse Lee Peterson. Um, I like a lot of points that he brings up. I'm not very familiar with all of his work, but what I've heard, I like. He's right to the point. He's right to the point. He's God-fearing man. So just on, on those kind of items, I'm kind of um, high on him. I, I like him a lot. Jesse Lee Peterson. Um, but I listen to a lot of these shows and they talk about, you know, he's a white nationalist or nationalism or whatever. I mean, what are you supposed to be? You're not supposed to support and want your company, country? Because 
when you think about it, you know, on a microcosm, you have an individual, you have the man, and then you have the family, and then you have the extended family, and then you have the city, state, you know, the nation. And that's basically how it goes. So it extends out in that way. So who else are you going to be profit? You're going to be profit your own country. You're going to be a nationalist and supporting your own country. Why am I going to support somebody else's country? That's not, that's not mine. It's not my family. It's not my people. So, but it's a dirty word now because they want to dissolve all the borders. They want to put an end to national sovereignty, you know, and if you think it's a joke, look it up. I mean, again, I'd, I'd, I'd rather be talking about, you know, how the void is infinite potential and all that stuff, you know, Taoism and all the stuff that I really like to talk about. I was getting into that Greek philosophy, but the times that we're in are so critical and crazy. Like the Chinese said, may you live in interesting times. And these indeed are very interesting times. Everything that's happening right now. So this nationalism, it's like an insult. It's like the worst thing that, you know, he's a nationalist. That's inversion because you're supposed to love your country, right? Who am I paying my taxes to? China? No, I'm paying my taxes to the United States of America because this is my nation and this is who I want the best for. So what, what would I be other than a nationalist? Someone who loved my, my country. Would I be a man who loves another family more than my own? Just common sense, you know? What's happening is they're using a lot of things called rhetoric and um, the trivium and stuff like that. There's certain things. There's a... I'm going to put it out there like that. His name is Rush, Rush V. R-O-O-S-H letter V. Bearded dude. Um, he's on YouTube. <clears throat> He speaks on a lot of topics. I believe last year or six months ago, he converted to Christianity. Very, very good speaker. Highly intelligent. Um, I like his style because when he does his YouTube videos, check out his channel, Rushvi, R-O-O-S-H-V. He will integrate moments of silence. Like he'll show a meadow or a park or just a city street or whatever. And then he'll talk, you know, what he thinks, what he feels. And I like him a lot, you know, Rushfi, but it's like, I don't know, this whole, this whole, you know, he was even talking about that whole nationalism. And it's just, it's, it just doesn't make it, it's an inversion of reality is what it is. They're inverting everything. I mean, they're asking children at nine years old to make a determination on their sexuality because they have to be put on medications and stuff like that. How can, you know, you can't make a choice if you want to smoke or not until you're like 18 or 21, whatever the number is. How are you going to make a choice that's going to affect you for the rest of your life? Right? But if you say something, you're all wrong. I think Mario Lopez, that uh, guy that, he's an announcer or something on television. Mario Lopez, everybody knows him. He's like a B announcer, but he's a cool dude. Cool dude. They say he's a good boxer too. He's a good fighter. Um... He made a comment about how children should be a little older for them to be able to make life decisions. And then immediately they came down on him. How can you say that? And he had to apologize and all. But it's ridiculous. I mean, he he just voices his opinions and, and he's right. But that's where we are right now. to an inversion of reality, you know. But yet, hate your country. You got to like other people's countries. You know, you got to fight other countries' wars. So, yeah, man, I mean, you got to love your country. Don't 
look, man, if they're telling you go right, run left. You know, that's basic where we're at right now. Do your research, learn as much as you can. They're playing that 5D chess, and I mean literally 5D chess, you know? Need a strobe light to, to, to calibrate all the pieces. That's how fast they're moving. So just to recap real quick, I did get the scooter. I loved it. It's the M365 Zhao Jing or something. It's spelled with an X. You can pick it up. Um, I picked it up at Best Buy. It's called the Hover 1, H-O-V-E-R 1. It was $3.99. Um, with tax, don't get the repair plan for that, the service package. It's never worth it. Not for that. Um the scooter takes about five hours to charge from empty, empty, dead to like full charge. Um, I was going uphill. I'm 225 pounds. I was going uphill, going about 12 miles an hour. A semi-steeple, not too steep. In New York City. Zipping around. I mean, I got from Delancey Street, which is like Canal Street, way down, right by the Williamsburg Bridge. The ent Manhattan entrance of the Williamsburg Bridge, right there. I made it to Penn Station in about 25 minutes, 24 minutes. I might be slightly off with the time, but pretty much because I was zooming and it was kind of exciting. So I got wrapped up, but it was it was right away. Because I was I was just zooming by everyone. It was like, pic picture it this way, like if, pretty much if you're zooming on a bike. Because this scooter is so light and the power to weight ratio on that scooter is amazing because it has a lot of torque. So once you get a little momentum and you start moving, you, you start picking up speed really fast and it's pretty much if you're zipping on a bike. Not full fast because 15 to 20 miles on a bike is pretty fast, relatively fast. And then you're zipping through cars and around. So <clears throat> it's highly recommended. I really like this uh, M365 scooter. You know, and on that five-hour charge, it um, I don't know how many miles. I think on the book it says fifteen miles, fifteen miles, and I guess I guess that's right. So that that's that. I was talking about YouTube, how they're dropping a lot of channels. That's basically what it is. I mean, just f click on fo uh, subscribe to the channels that you like on YouTube, or just kind of make a mental note or just jot it down or keep a little thing because they're, they're playing a lot of games man we got to try to figure out how a, a way around this because they're suppressing truth i was talking about the 10 cities it's horrendous check it man on youtube and it's not just la man it's all over the place san francisco is probably worse okay talking about the economy how it's not doing well just pay, pay close attention because it's it's something i don't know what i can't say but whether it's military or economic or whatever but um yeah, and then back on that topic too, um, as far as what's happening in LA and everything like that, the, the the bubonic plague that's coming out and the typhoid and all of these different diseases. I mean, this is something that we got to address right away, man. Talk to your friends about this. Kick, kick up a storm and um, make an issue out of it, man, because it's, it's starting to bubble up where everybody is going to be affected by this. Um, you know what? I'm hitting around 28 minutes and I'm kind of babbling here a little bit, but I'm kind of expressing my day and what I had going on with me. So it's been a little hectic this week with work and uh, everything else that's been going on. It's just, you know, this busy time and uh, just hectic, hecticness. But, you know, that's that's the nature of life. So I'm going to want to thank you for listening and uh, namaste. Welcome to the Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast, 
I'm your host, Miguel. I like to cover topics from ancient history, great leaders and generals from the past, and I also like to talk about self-realization, truth, critical thinking, and strategic spirituality. Outside the box, nonconformist. I'm here to shatter the myths of the mainstream media and the beta sheeple narrative. My email address is alphamalebuddhist at gmail.com. My website is alphamalebuddhist.podbean.com. My Instagram is alphamalebuddhist. And check out my YouTube channel, Alpha Male Buddhist, and that's on YouTube. It is the podcast accompanied with video clips that integrate exactly with the podcast, so it's motivational and inspirational. I also have promotional t-shirts. If you go to my website, alphamalebuddhist.podbean.com, you can see the promotional t-shirts there. Reach out to me. Also, if you have any show notes or any suggestions that you would like to hear on the podcast, just reach out and see if I can get that done. I've been getting some really great emails and feedback from my listeners, which is great. So I want to thank you for listening and namaste.